0: I miss my brother, sir. Your brother is dead. We lose the ones we love. We cannot change it. Put it aside.
1: How? How can I do what is needed when all I feel is
0: hate? You hide it by listening to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitors,
2: fluxing, crew to stations, scanning for The Mask of Sorrow, 1998. Prepare to rewind in
1: 3, 2, 1. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your ex-o and mine, Paul, the pauljpowers.com powers. They call me Cuban Paul.
0: I'm the king of the rumba ball. When they play the maracas, I go chick chicky boom, chick chicky boom.
1: Isn't that the mask? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, also, for this discussion of the film, the mask of Zorro not the mask, we welcome uh, back aboard ship's valet, Mike Fraley. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Going quite well. How about you? Doing great. Awesome. And in addition, we are glad to have back aboard chief historian of the pod, Drew Dodgen. Hey, Drew.
3: Good evening. How's it going?
1: It's going well. Hopefully well for you as well,
4: well, <laughs> <laughs> well, well. And, well. Close. and now so close. that you have
1: a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, again, you give us a quick overview, overview of production specs for The Mask of Zorro. Yeah, The Mask. Oh my God. That's what we're covering, right? No. <laughs> July 28th, 1994? No. What? The Mask of Zorro. You forgot the of Zorro part. I, are you kidding me? Oh. One of these days, I would like to say, Yeah, I'm kidding you. And everyone else is ready with the movie. Look at
0: It's not my fault. I it was space balling. I heard That's the true. mask.
1: You are it could being have been brought, brought to, to my attention
0: yesterday. Fine. Yeah. Wait, I'll go back and watch. All right, this is Zorro. The first one, right? Yes, not the sequel. Not, and
1: not uh, like okay. one of the original Disney the movies first. or anything. This all right, the, the first Zoro movie, Zorro. <laughs> the Mark of Zorro, came out in
0: 1920. It runs an hour and 19 minutes. It was directed by Fred Niblo.
3: The writers, Paul. Are just, yes, isn't that the, technically a Disney movie? This is a
1: 1998. There's one Columbia of TriStar, Columbia, one of those,
3: uh,
0: Tri-Star. film,
1: TriStar film. It's oh my. all Sony pictures of Zoro Oh, hold on.
0: Okay. So, The Mask of Zorro. The yes. one that came out July 17th, 1998, runs That's two hours
1: and 16 the one. minutes. Yes. All right.
0: Finally, I think. It's rated so PG13. It's directed by Martin Campbell. It was written by John McCaulay, Ted Elliott, and Terry Ruscio, With lead stars being Antonio Banderas, Anthony Hopkins. And Tony Zeta-Jones, because everyone here is named Tony. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> the music was composed by James Horner.
1: And are you ready for the box office trivia? I am ready. Uh, Mike and Drew, are you both ready? Yes, ready. Uh, awesome. And anyone who's uh, watching live in chat is welcome to join as well. Uh, Paul, go for it. Okay. The Mask of Zora was made
0: for about $95 million. Mm-hmm and earned over $230 at the box office. Well, well done, Zorro. Given this fact, how high in the box office do you think it ranks among the movies released theatrically in 1998? We'll go for the top 50. Top
1: 50. All right. Let's start with Mike. What's your guess? Uh, I'm just going to guess Lucky 13. Lucky 13. That's my number. Uh, Drew, how about you? I'm going eight. Eight. All right. And then in chat, hello, He guesses 17. Uh, for me, I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess five. I feel like it's pretty high up there. Because Titanic was the year before, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, so you have five. So, Paul, where did it actually rank? Well, according to the-numbers.com, it came in at
0: 15. 15? Oh, okay. So I think Mike is Mike the big is winner the... for this time. Well,
1: no, I think... Uh, 14, 15, 17, uh, Mike and, and Dale are kind of tied. They're both like two away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> with, with the prize money. All right. Yeah. Good, good, good. Oh you my the baby in half. <laughs> 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 Solomon. All right. Uh, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And, uh, let's see if any of them factor into our memory, mind melds or subsequent round table discussion, which we'll get into once Alice is low kid our target film.
2: Alert, alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector.
4: On July 17th, do you know how to use that thing? One man. Pointy and goes into the other man.
3: We'll go from zero. Ah! This is going to take a lot of work. To Zorro. The legend
2: has returned!
1: From Tristar Pictures and Amblin Entertainment, The Mask of Zorro, rated PG-13. Yes, The Mask of Zorro, rated PG-13. I don't really remember that rating so much. I I really thought it was going to be more of a a PG, but that's how memories sort of fade. I had the same thing. I was surprised by that rating, too. Let's actually go into our memory mind melds of The Mask of Zorro right now, though. Odin (laughs) Borson slumming it in California back when it was a part of Mexico, pretending to be one of the three amigos. Meanwhile, Hannibal Lecter is Zorro until his house is burned down, wife killed, and daughter taken. Desperado wants to become Zorro, and eventually King Odin agrees to train him. Puss in Boots hides out in a confessional to keep from getting caught and ends up hearing that Morticia Adams might be in love with him, which leads to a strip-sword fight. (laughs) You know who you know who the villain is when he keeps several heads in jars, and Catherine Zeta-Jones blows up the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad with some explosives to save the day. I mean, there were some details in there that were uh, correct, but a lot of those memories were decepted. But based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what range did they lead you to predict for this film? Before re-watching it, Nostal- uh, classic, nostalgic, or tragic. Uh, Mike, what was your prediction for I, The Mask of Zorro? I predicted nostalgic. Nostalgic? How about you, Drew? I thought it would be a classic.
0: Classic? Paul? I was right there in between them. I
1: <laughs> But I settled <laughs> a on nostalgic. No- be- nostalgic? Okay. <laughs>
0: because I, I, even though I remember
1: enjoying it, I had no really desire to watch it anytime soon. Ah, okay. I get that. Uh for me, I'm more on the Drew side of things. I predicted classic as well. And it'll be interesting to see. So so far with that, we're at a draw. It'll be interesting to see if those um ratings pan out. But first let's get into the things we liked most about the mask of Zorro. Alice. righty, guys. So let's I'm gonna kick things off with Drew first. What's one thing you liked about the Mask of Zorro? I
3: absolutely love the music in this film, especially the main uh, heroic theme. Really? Which really? I can't remember the name of, even though they sang it in the closing credits.
1: Is it Zorro? No, no. it
3: was like, uh, I will no, love I you will... always or something uh, like that.
1: Right. I will I don't like my the... whole life loving you. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I remember like
3: that song. It I... was
0: slow and boring.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the lyrics. You know, I like how it showed up throughout the rest of the film. It was a great heroic theme for Zorro, and well, well pretty much both Zoros huh. and even Catherine Zeta Jones in that one scene.
1: I think it was there was a, a motifs of it, yes, in it the heroic theme, but but I, I don't think it was the main core of the heroic theme. But
3: it was that um, still that melody that would come in. I thought it did a really good job of going. Yeah, this is kind of the theme okay. of the of of the heroes.
1: That's fair. And uh, do you
3: remember the name of this said song, rather than
0: as
4: we keep referring to as "it, it, it"? <laughs> Wasn't I, it "Everything I Do, I Do It for
1: You"?
0: <laughs> it was ev- no, not I think everything it
1: is I do. One for all and all for love. I think is, that's, what oh, that's what it was. Is this the one that's
0: "I Want to Spend My Lifetime Loving Lo- You" yes. by that's Mark the, Anthony and Tina that, Arena? That's
3: the version yes. with the lyrics. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll I'll still rest with the uh,
1: slow and boring. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, let's go to Mike. What wasn't slow and boring about this movie for you? Anthony Hopkins. I mean, oh, wow. yeah.
4: this guy just brought a real gravitas to the role. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. totally buy him as the wise old mentor trying to whip this, this, uh, no pun intended, uh, this, this, <laughs> uh,
1: this young whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know what? That's one of my likes as well. And the the part I really uh that really uh pushed Anthony Hopkins' performance up for me as one of my likes. I mean there's I felt like there's I'll put my cards a bit on the table, I feel like there's a lot to like about this movie. Was but it the Five of Beans or the Chianti? What? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it was how he played Inner Pain so well, I felt Man. like it like just how this inner torment of knowing his like, daughter's right there, but he can't do anything to tell her, and his is his uh just waiting for his moment to uh seek revenge. Not that I really am great, feel great about that, but I, I thought he just played that inner pain so well. So I, yeah, I, I enjoyed that.
0: I thought he did a great job, and I was really impressed. Um, this is pre digital aging effects i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i thought they did a really good job of de-aging or aging in in between i know they had like like dyes of the the hair and stuff that helped uh-huh. yeah but uh-huh. i but i was still impressed that what they were able to do with what they had
1: yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. i i'm i almost feel like they de-aged him for the the beginning it's possible
0: than yeah. because Asian. computer graphics were used like uh some of the ships in the water in the background mm. were digital and things like that so mm-hmm. But I don't oh, know. Th- it wasn't I, as common I'm,
1: practice back then yeah. for de aging as it is today. I, I, sorry. I thought they practically de aged him, not yeah. CG de aged. Oh, him. yeah. That's I don't what know. I meant.
3: It did yeah. look like it was more. It, they they did some de aging makeup on mm-hmm. him. Exactly. Exactly. Make, try
0: and make all yeah. uh, back to the future two or something, and all yeah. la uh, Botox or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: or even back to the future. They use yeah, tape yeah.
0: a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And hide it under the mask. Spirit there, gum.
3: There was a ton of clips on the back of his neck just pulling that skin tight. <laughs> <thing. laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Wow. Why well, do you have hickeys on the back of your neck, Hopkins? Uh, well, I was Paul, in the
3: Mask of Zorro. <laughs> Paul,
1: what's something that uh really pull, was pulled tightly to your likes for Mask of Zorro? I, th- Yeah. I was really <laughs> shocked and
0: impressed by a lot of the stunt work, especially on the horses, like how they were able to jump off and jump around back on and on off again was really impressive. I know oh some of gosh, that was yes. done with wires and they digitally took out the wires and some of that, like when he jumps from the, the, the building off and misses mm-hmm. the horse that he was on a wire and they digitally took yeah. that off. But mm-hmm. the fact that, that they were, those stunts looked really incredible.
1: Yeah, I don't,
4: absolutely. And it's um, funny because I saw them coming. Like like I mm-hmm. saw the like I'm sitting there watching with my kid. I'm like, they're gonna he's gonna miss the horse. The horse is gonna move. Wait, wait. And then it's even though you see it coming, it's so satisfying yeah. to see yeah, those
1: stunts. Very well done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I it didn't make my life l- like less so much, but there are so many great set pieces in this movie. Mm. The horse chase, the battle in yeah. the the pr- not prison, the the barracks. Yeah. Um the the ending climax at the the, the gorge, the sword fights The and Thunder the, Mountain and Railroad. Great Thunder Mountain <laughs> Railroad, <the> railroad. Yes.
3: <laughs> I, I'm sorry, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah.
1: yeah. I just I, I was very impressed with the it, it almost felt like um I, I don't know if you guys I I honestly thought this was directed by the same person that directed Pirates of the Caribbean. It had that same mm, flavor feel. of like feel, or or that was produced by um, Jerry Bruckheimer. It had that sort of type of I don't know infusion yeah. of of thrill ride to it, but it well, wasn't. So. You're close. Oh. It was the director of Golden Eye, and it was produced by oh, yeah. Steven Spielberg. So
0: that's close. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, that's on the mark.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, what else was on the mark about this movie for you, Mike? That's a different movie, The Mark of Zorro. Oh my gosh. Okay,
4: I absolutely love a good movie sword fight. Oh, and yes. yes, this movie was chock full of, I mean, largely, um, there are some exceptions, but these people had trained hard. Hmm. Their movements were crisp, they were well choreographed. Thank you, Bob Anderson.
1: Yes. Um,
4: and yeah, I I had seen this work, and I said to my kid, "Hey, this this looks like Bob Anderson. Let's look okay. this up. Like, absolutely is was he the yeah. the,
1: the sword uh, the not sword trainer? What's it called? Sword master. Sword master. Sword Master on the yeah. on set. Yes, yeah. he was
4: the best of the best. yes. and he's just, the one who
1: trained Errol Flynn, right? Yes, and okay. this
4: film and Darth Vader." Like a, <laughs> and Darth Vader, and also did the sword work for the Princess Bride, yeah. and oh, wow. so okay. this this thing looked like a love letter to the Errol Flynn movies, yes. except I think just a little like it 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 had a feel to it that I like better than even Errol Flynn.
1: It yeah. had a lot of punch to it. I mean, it's, it's uh-huh. really, uh-huh. and I don't know if that's also probably in the edit some too. Whereas I think those older movies, there's just a lot of like. Okay, let's just set the camera and they go. Whereas this, I think they can they can punch things up with. They actually being, but, did a, mm-hmm. uh, a a little bit of both because
0: the director was a fan. He they mm-hmm. had some wide shots with the mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the shadows on
1: the wall fighting mm-hmm. and stuff because oh, of that. Oh sure sure yeah, sure yeah, yeah I'm not and I'm not trying to take away like oh. uh... <laughs> three amigos where uh you used uh uh what's what did you say photography, Trick photography. <laughs> I'm not trying <laughs> to say that at all um yeah is like Antonio Banderas apparently was like trained for a long time mm-hmm. uh four the, months the form yeah so it, it was definitely showed on screen and yeah I would totally uh echo that Mike and my I, I, also you bring some sort of uh I want to say some authority, Mm -hmm. I guess, to this, because you're a fencer yourself, right? Or you put up fences? I I put up a good defense. Um, Uh, Yeah, uh, I
4: I have Jane Link. I have years of experience in historical swordsmanship, um, and I absolutely love studying the historical manuals. If anybody wanted to get nitpicky with this film, they should be using the DeStraza style of fencing rather than Italian. But blah, 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 blah. I don't care. This is a good, (laughs) fun movie sword fight. It's not supposed to be realistic. It's supposed to be spectacular. And it absolutely absolutely was spectacular.
1: Mostly. (laughs) Mostly. Mostly, uh, Drew. <laughs> what was mostly spectacular about this movie for you?
3: I feel like this is like the perfect superhero movie, and
1: without a superhero, almost,
3: this is a Batman. Batman movie. Man. This is Batman, and by all technical accounts, is a quote unquote, a quote unquote superhero. So I think this counts mm. in mm. many was, ways. But the fact is, we don't get superhero movies like this anymore, and that's kind of what. I, yeah. everything's trying to be this but they're mm. missing the mark completely that's okay so I, I love that we have this essentially perfect well, maybe not perfect really really good superhero film that we can at least go back to and it's, it doesn't have to be over the top because uh, yeah. it's not yeah i mean it's yeah. the fencing is spectacular and it's far better than anything i can do because i can't do any of it uh, <laughs> but it's just uh it just feels like this is the perfect type of superhero movie you got good versus evil you got a re- uh, kind of a redemption story in there with uh Antonio Banderas's character Alejandro and you just the whole the whole thing felt like this is like the perfect I I have seen superhero movies like this and they're just not quite this good.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh the only the only quibble I'd make with that is I feel like it's more of a revenge flick than a redemption flick but all right, uh, no maybe he kind of goes about through that redemption
0: later. arc. No, it doesn't. You're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you know what? You mentioned it's a <laughs> well, superhero Well, Revenge of the film. Gish best
3: served cold, so let's move on.
0: <laughs> I, I was wondering if this is a Western film, just minus the Cowboys.
3: <laughs> you can make, have it be a superhero Western
1: it it doesn't really feel western well it takes place in the old west well yeah but that doesn't mean it's a western necessarily but i mean like
0: tombstone they didn't have cowboys in it but it's
4: considered a western well wait a minute this takes place in the same place as the same state as buffy the vampire slayer is that a western film yes
1: okay just want to make sure oh and la la land must also be a western too
3: all three of the back wait movies this would be called westerns instead of just the third one
0: this was produced and distributed by the united states of america so isn't it a
4: western film (laughs) as opposed to eastern or yeah it is an occidental film yeah Yeah. i think
1: that i I can see no no form of logic
3: where genres are stupid yeah Agreed.
0: Okay. There's no, anyway,
1: there's no trains in this movie, but we're way off the rails, guys. Okay, let's get That's back because Catherine Zeta
0: Jones blew
1: up. Blew oh up. my! The gosh. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So something yeah, a else. Second.
3: One will go past my apartment. Here something
1: in a minute. else. I liked <laughs> Was I? I'm of two minds about this, but for this section, I'll say that I really enjoyed the training sequence. That yeah, you said uh, there was no train. Training. Being trained, okay. Yeah, that, that, that was that was a fun scene. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. a, a montage, montage. Well, So to say. yeah. Let's let's. I'll table that for the next part section. But that's yes, why I said I, so to speak. Yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoyed uh, how he's being trained. The I, I love the way it sort of kicks off how um, Anthony Hopkins, uh, Diego de la Vega meets, um, um Mur- the I forget was what what's his name, Alejandro. Uh, Antonio w- Panderas Marieta, Alejandro um, that's what he said that's what he said anyway I, I meet him in the bar he's like he's he's all drunk and he wants to go and fight but he's like there's a, a saying there's a very old saying when the pupil is ready the master will appear I just thought that was a great way to sort of kick off this whole train sequence I, and I just loved how he was able to to escalate and become better and better going from from zero like the trailer said to Hazoro that was pretty That's clever yeah um
3: i'm now curious how closely to hercules this came out because i feel like one stole from the other for that that tagline
1: but Hmm. that's been the tagline forever hasn't it been zero Zero to hero hero?
3: yeah but these came out close to one
1: another so yeah yeah that's fair um but i want to hear what was heroic about this film for you paul oh same thing that uh mike was
0: saying is the uh the good sword fighting. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I complete. I know that you know it's Zoro. You expect some sword fighting, but I wasn't prepared for the
1: Bob Anderson effect to it to come in. So, bravo on yeah. on them for doing that. Yeah, the part that sticks out the most in my mind where he's sword of fighting both um, uh what's his name, uh, Don Raphael and uh, Colonel uh, Love and- at the same time and just go. Tch, tch, tch. I just I don't know. The it was. It's almost like you could tell he was trying to like focus on both, like one after the other. It what, it didn't feel like someone that just knew the moves and was just going through it. Uh, like force, like they had mm-hmm. force sensitivity is like, Oh crap. Okay. 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 It's like he really had to focus. And I, yeah. I know there's just something that, that really spoke through the swordsmanship in that, that made it feel real and grounded. I'm glad um, it did for you. I can't <laughs> say the same for me. Okay. Fine. Well. Let's not get into the things we didn't like yet, because we have our classic makers, guys. The things we loved most about Mask of Zorro. And I'm going to start things off with Paul this time. I enjoyed the main cast, specifically of Anthony Hopkins, but
0: and also Antonio Banderas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The others, they did a good job, especially uh, Colonel Cluster there. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, those three, really, especially, I I, I was watching, uh, whenever they were on screen, I was captivated. I love how they interacted. Uh, yes, it, it was absolutely.
1: really w- wonderful to watch.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I, I'm totally with you there. Like I said, I really liked Anthony Hopkins, um, myself, and Antonio Banderas and Catherine Zeta-Jones did a great job. Was this her first movie? It feels like this is at least the one that sort of started No, her. young Indiana no, Jones.
3: We covered it. And plus, Hackers came before this, too. She was in Hackers? Oh, really? I, I thought was. that was Angelina was, Jolie. This is probably her biggest. Yeah, yeah. the one
0: that sort um, launched her. But, yeah, exactly. She yeah. was in the, several little things before. Like, you mentioned Titanic earlier, but she was, like, in the TV version, of, I think, of Titanic. And I don't remember her in
1: Young Annie Jones. But regardless... Oh, my gosh. Maybe was she, that's a good wait, thing. Was she the one that, like, was seducing him that she yeah, was like... In the like, desert? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Uh, regardless, that. <laughs> let's stop bringing me nightmares Go on, come back to me. Let's go to Mike next. What's your classic maker for uh, the Mask of Zorro?
4: Okay, just kind of zooming out away from the sword work, just the the general like tone of all mm. of the practical stunt work. I mean, it just felt like fun whimsy. And I, I know that he's like punching guys and throwing them out of horses, but he, throwing out of horses, throwing them off of horses. But it looks like he's having a great time doing it. Like whether <laughs> he's on the ropes or not. I mean, it's it just had a certain style of, whimsy and Mm -hmm. uh and and also you could really see and appreciate the practical stunt work absolutely yeah something that you don't see in a lot of like especially like superhero movies there's a lot of dynamic camera action they Mm -hmm. they kind of need the the camera to to carry the kinetics rather than letting the stunts carry the kinetics yeah i I, felt yeah yeah. I
0: agree because I think today they rely too much on oh we'll just fix it in post you know like if it's not working out that well and they they rely on the computer graphics to help with that where yeah. this yep. feels really practical and yeah. in, in like like I said before it's not all but it feels that way and it's great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
1: I mean I I think it goes back to what we always say about how um, practical effects and I don't think we always say this but I think it's sort of in the zeitgeist of people certainly of our generation that. Practical effects, just there's a realness to them that that draws us in more than when yeah. everything's CG. Yeah, um, here, here, here. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're all in agreement. I
0: second with me. that. <laughs> uh,
1: for me, uh, I'll do my classic maker next, and that's actually and Drew stole it from me. Woohoo! The 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 score by James Horner. I just really, I really, yeah, I really liked it. I thought I went back and listened to it again after. I don't do that a whole lot with the yeah. music cover in the podcast. I just, I, I really like the, I, I didn't so much like, uh, I'll spend my whole lifetime loving you. That I agree, Paul. It's a slow and boring song. I totally 100% back you on that. But the rest of the music... Um, especially the way it starts with the the, the, the I don't, it's not tap dancing. I was so to about speak, to say that they use the they're not flamingo dancers, but they use
0: the yeah. heels and the de- yes. De- 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 I de- love yeah. that
1: the percussive element of of the of the land style of music that yeah. and Japanese music. I love the percussion in those for some reason. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah. good percussion. It is. And so I really love that drawing. The only, my only quibble is James Horner. I know you're, you have passed on, but, but we're going to speak ill of the dead right now. <laughs> yeah. So listen up. <laughs> I know you love your like bass flute dissonance whoo, 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 from like, Willow and whatever, but use it too much. Use it in Willow. Leave it in Willow. You don't need to bring it into no, Vasquezoro, but it's okay. It, it fit. I'm just saying, be careful, James Horner. Be careful. I and mean, you know a- what they say. If you've
4: loved one James Horner soundtrack, you've loved them all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do they say that?
4: No, they do not. I no, don't. I, I,
0: I can kind of see how
4: people could say that. Yeah. I think that they usually say the less kind thing of self-plagiarist, but I don't want to <laughs> say that.
1: Well, no a comment. lot of artists are. This did sound like Titanic. I knew it. Um, okay, well, that leaves Drew. What is your class- classic maker, Drew, for Mask of Zero?
3: Antonio Banderas, yeah, Antonio Banderas. Mr. he was he did such boots. a good? There's a reason. Okay, there is a reason that DreamWorks, when they were making Shrek 2, lifted the character and the actor wholesale from this movie and stuck it in a cat's body. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> because it is it's just the perfect. Uh, he, he fits. It's this is almost the role he was born to play. Oh yeah, you're right mm-hmm. down to it. Uh, he he all his acting for this i mean you f- when he's was really feeling that hatred for uh, uh love th- calvary yeah love yeah, love, yeah. I, I don't think of that as like i keep forgetting his name is love but the calvary dork uh <laughs> you mean cavalry not
1: calvary <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know i mean the guy, that that blonde you, that went up to the cross yeah. giving you problems Paul, <laughs> oh calgary anyway. like in canada
3: yeah, he's from Canada, obviously. Playing Canada. <laughs> oh my gosh But no, I mean his hatred towards him—you can feel it in all in like almost all those scenes, and you can tell the second he first sees Catherine Zeta-Jones's character, he how you can see him immediately fall in love with her, and yeah. it's, even though physically nothing's changing, but you gotta yeah. get that feel right then mm-hmm. and there, mm-hmm. and it's believable. Uh, Yeah, it's very believable. There's not a he's in some ways he's a little bit of a one note character. But in reality, there's a lot of nuance in his performance that you don't Mm -hmm. see often. And uh, I thought he did a very, very good job in this one.
1: Absolutely. And what's what's funny is um, I at least I was reading the trivia that, even though there's this animosity between him and Antonio Banderas's character. He he actually who? Because we're talking about
0: Antonio
3: Banderas.
1: Uh, okay, you're we talk- were talking about Colonel Love. Oh, yes. But,
3: but, but Colonel, Colonel Love, just okay. I was talking about Colonel Love. Love and right. Alejandro, gotcha.
1: How uh, uh, he said it was really hard for him to dislike or to get into that mindset because Antonio Banderas was so sweet to him. So that's just a, a fun uh, little uh, tri- bit of trivia that I found. Mm. Um, all right, guys. Well, man, those were some great things. But you know what there's sometimes things oftentimes things we don't like about the movies we cover. So let's get into the this Ah Oh is it always open? Can't seem to remember. There's one more thing I like, guys. I don't know what that is. One of the things
3: you're gonna have to put this thing. in your notes.
1: The cell cast. The Cellcast, hosted by Jacob and Drew, review animated movies and TV shows discussing what they appreciate about the medium in whatever form it takes. Whether it's traditional hand-drawn animated movie, claymation shorts, or a 3D CGI series, check out some animated reviews when you subscribe to The Cellcast at thecellcast.podbean.com. And don't forget, cell is spelled with a C and a single L at thecellcast.podbean.com.
3: You know, I think I've heard of them.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you have? Oh, do you, do you subscribe? Uh, Yeah,
3: kind of. Awesome.
0: Sweet. That is so weird, because <laughs> what made you think of them
1: when watching this movie? What does that have to do with anything? Oh, Paul, I, I mean, I thought this was pretty obvious. But um, so the Cellcast has covered How the Grinch Stole Christmas which is narr- the Jim Carrey one, which is narrated by Anthony Hopkins. And that is based on an animated version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Animated is what the cell cast covers. It's 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 really... That's a stretch, because yeah, we covers. have
3: not reviewed the Jim Carrey one. Oh, but how about this? You Antonio- said you did, Drew, and I had you before. I said we had reviewed the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I said... Yes, on the original. No, on the Jim Carrey. Oh,
1: and then flip-flop what I just
4: said. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What does that have to do with this movie? (laughs) It is because Antonio Banderas is just such a spirited and animated guy that it's right there leading to to reviews of animated film. Exactly.
3: Let me me take care of it because I know what Retro's thinking. It's because one day, one day, we will review the rest of the Shrek movies in which Puss in Boots is a character and he is voiced by Antonio Banderas who's still doing his Zorro rope. That's great if you're we're reviewing the
1: Shrek movies, but this is the Mask of Zorro. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not the Mark of Zorro or Zoro the series or the mask for. I you, thought Paul? it was the mask! <laughs> <laughs> Which is right, right, pretty
3: decent animated TV series. Fine, 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 fine.
1: <laughs> would you, Paul, <laughs> Paul, would you be happier if I gave you if I shared some trivia about the Mask of Zorro? Yes, that would Uh, actually be more in line. All right, all right, all right, guys. Did you all realize that Sir Anthony Hopkins practiced daily, learning to manipulate the whip he used, feeling (laughs) exactly because he felt it was very important for. uh, It is a very important part of Zorro's equipment. Hopkins persuaded director Martin Campbell to even film certain tricks with the whip. So in, in this humble podcaster's opinion, Hopkins did a great job. Like I mentioned in the review, he's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yet it was Gomez Adams himself, actor Raul Julia, that was originally going to play Don Diego de la Vega. But he died before he could take the role. No. My, no. Right? So my question to you all yeah, is, I, 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 if yeah. Antonio Banderas had died, if Antonio Banderas had died, before he could t- have taken the role of Zorro, the new Zorro, who would you have cast in the titular role? What role? The you mean particular role? role? The, the title titular oh, role, Paul. In the role of Zorro, okay. Young Zorro. So let's start with Drew. Who would you have cast and seven uh, Antonio Because unfortunately he died in oh, alternate
3: alternate universe. Well, I had to do some looking to double-check on this because at first when I thought of this person, I thought he's probably aged out of the role by this, but then I found out he's actually two years younger than Antonio Banderas, oh. so this actually technically works. He was in a previous film where he dressed all in black and was in a fencing scene and uh, pretended to be somebody else.
1: Wesley? Yes. Cary always Cary always, I think, would be the perfect player
3: that. for Antonio Banderas. Now, if you're going to fight me, the fact that he's not...
1: Hispanic. Eh, Anthony Hopkins uh, I, isn't, say as far I Anthony Hopkins
3: wasn't either. So if he can pull it off, so can
1: so carry <laughs> always. Okay. All right. Fair. He looks good in black too. He does. That's true. Uh, in chat, uh, Dale gives a pretty good uh, one. Benjamin Bratt from like law and order, Miss Congeniality. That could have been good. Um, I feel like, I don't know. There, he has some smarm to him that I don't really think fits with Zorro. But um, Mike, how about you? Who would you yeah. have cast? I,
4: I also went looking for uh, actors of Mexican descent, and I am mm. not particularly uh, well-versed in, in my actors, but I, I did think maybe that he would have been a little young, mm-hmm. but a uh, gentleman of Chilean descent, uh, uh, Pedro Pascal, oh, clearly okay. has the yeah, acting chops. He clearly has the action chops. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been a little young, but I think he could have pulled it
1: off. Is he who plays Poe in the new Star Wars trilogy, or am I thinking of someone else? That's you someone were, else. That's that's
3: else. That's
1: Isaac. That's Isaac. Yeah, Os, he,
3: Oscar Isaac. You okay. recognize. You would recognize his face.
1: Yeah, as the metal,
4: oh. the metal mask from. Oh, from, okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> But he's so he also been a- in a couple other things recently, too. I just can't think of him off the He bottom. was in yeah. Wonder Woman
4: 84. Uh, he's yeah. been
3: a
0: ton of things. That he's, Nick is Cage that the, movie about Nick Cage. Is, in the Bobo, Wonder Woman
3: 84, is that where he got possessed by Chris Pine?
1: Bobbo. Mm-hmm. Billy Barty you would have chosen? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's oh, looking. Wow.
0: Wildor's looking for the key. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that leaves you, Paul. Who would
1: you have cast?
0: Um. I also was uh thinking about someone of latino descent and mm-hmm. uh, John Leguizamo is usually my go to oh. cuz I love him as an actor and I uh-huh. uh but I don't really think he has like a zorro presence for some reason but I was thinking maybe a young um Benicio del Toro or a young um Javier Bardem back in the day Maybe. but I I don't really know I mean I uh, like Mike my my uh actor Uh, recollection on this is very limited. I mean, I, I, the only one I could think of is like Mario Lopez from <laughs> Saved by the Bell. <laughs> like, AC can you Slayer, imagine? Yes, co- him coming in. Hey, Don's, you preppies, how's it hanging? <laughs> so no, uh, ultimately awesome. uh, Antonio Banderas is the best. I mean, mm. I am so glad they they went with him because yes. I mean he is such a master. Like even at the, let's put it this way. Um a, a lot of the fighting scenes sword fighting scenes for Sir Anthony Hopkins they had a double. Mm, um mm. they wanted to use a double for Anthony uh, or for uh Antonio for Zoro himself and Antonio Banderas but they couldn't because he was better than the stuntman oh, at wow. the sword fighting. So really?
4: So they they did good with uh, Antonio. That's
1: awesome, guys.
4: Yeah, Bob Anderson good. said that uh, that inter- <clears throat> Antonio Banderas was one of the most talented uh, people that he had trained. Yeah, well, he also said that about
3: Cary Elwes, too. So
0: <laughs> Drew's <laughs> got to... Hey,
3: yeah.
4: I mean,
1: that
3: fight oh. was the best sword fight in, in cinematic history. So, so I, I, I need I to... figure that guy's got to
1: qualify him for Zorro. I need to see Cary Elwes versus Antonio Banderas' sword yes. fight. 20 yeah. years ago, see yes. That. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, exactly. I like in the wheelchairs. They're there, old Mike, men yeah. now.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think they're in wheelchairs. Well, by the time you see that fight, they will be. <laughs>
3: oh yeah,
4: they're in their. Gosh. They're in, in, Antonio
3: Banderas is sixty-two this year.
4: Oh my gosh! How is this true? I don't know. I've seen sixty-two-year-olds that'll that that'll uh, whip you into a shape with with yeah. a rapier. So good it's point.
1: good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. She. Yeah. Bob <laughs> Anderson was pretty
0: much. old himself, but he mm. was. Mm-hmm. All right. Great trivia, Francisco. Thank you, Paul. And now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what
1: memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about the mask of Zorro. Yes. Uh, First off, Joseph Diaz says, Oh, the member berries. It shows its age, but I enjoy it.
0: Andrew Simpson says, There was a captain named Love, and I'm pretty sure someone said his
1: name very awkwardly. I don't remember that, but maybe uh, Wardell <laughs> yeah, White. says, I, I am Captain Love. Also, no. <laughs> Dale is one of the people in chat. If you have a memory of the Mask of Zoro that you did not get to us in time and you're watching live, by all means, share it with us. We will read that right now in this section after we get through these uh, comments. As long as it's family friendly. <clears throat> well, yes. Thank you, Paul, for that. That's a good addendum. Uh, so Wardale White says, I remember falling in love with Catherine Zeta-Jones before she became Mrs. Michael Douglas. I remember having fun watching Antonio Banderas become and or inherit the mask of the fox. Did you know that Spanish
0: word for fox is Zorro? I I've assumed that. Okay, now cue music and that star thing. All right. Just want to throw that out there. Branson Boykin says, I was a fan of Zorro. As a little boy. So seeing my hero on the big screen was amazing. It was a wonderful
1: action thriller. Nice. Uh, Jeff Ames says all the cool action scenes slash sword fights. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Antonio Banderas did well playing off each other. Pl- did well playing off each other. Stephen Forrester says everything. This was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Jeremy Shield says there was a song stuck in my head for years and it turned out to be from this movie. It'd pop up in my head now and then, and I'd wonder where I was coming from before I I finally Googled it. And now I can't even think of this song. That's it.
0: (laughs) Wow. Uh, uh, Alex Ortiz left a gift of Antonio Banderas saying, yes, the pointy end goes into the other man.
1: Indeed. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. Dallas Panda Marshall Morris says, I absolutely love this movie. As a kid, I watched several versions of Zorro, including the animated one. I didn't realize there was an animated one. Oh, yeah. Uh, this movie has a special was special for me, though. I often re- reenacted the sword fight scenes as a kid. The movie also helped solidify my love for the sport of fencing. From the music to the choreography to the cinematography, this is a classic top-shelf movie. David Garner says, sorry, he quotes... You would have fought very bravely and died very quickly. Indeed. And maybe there are some things that should have died in this movie very quickly. Let's get into our dislikes of the Mask of Zorro. Was close. And I will begin with this one. You're supposed to kick things off. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. No, not this. (laughs) You can't do it yourself. Watch me, Paul says. Um, The thing, one of the things I didn't like, and this is coupled, like I sort of alluded to before with the training uh, scene, is that it really needed like a montage music or something. Like, give me some South Park. It's a montage, montage. Uh, But it just seemed like it took, he trained, uh, like Anthony Hopkins Zorro trained Antonio Banderas Zorro. In, like, the course of a couple days. And I feel like that's there's no way he gets him trained that fast. Uh So I, I would have appreciated, like, a montage song or something that showed the passing of time a bit more clear. Because there's just a bunch of sequences of him training and apparently getting better over the course of a couple days. So I don't know if any, that it struck you that any of you guys that way, but it certainly did for me.
3: No, clearly no. you don't understand how talented Antonio Banderas is. <laughs> <laughs> they were just waiting
1: for Antonio to sober up. That's all. Oh, yeah. that's all it took. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Mandy Pink, t- Mandy Patinkin, it takes like all his life to learn how to sort of fight. But uh, Antonio Banderas, it's just a couple of days. All right. I see. I see how it is. <sighs> Mike, what's something you didn't like about this film?
4: Yeah the uh, the pickled head pickled hand scene yeah uh, it, could he
1: really drink that I mean was that I formaldehyde know. or something yeah.
4: look like, I the had top. he had built a lot of tolerance with a lot of that alcohol so drinking formaldehyde <laughs> is only a short step <laughs> but, I mean really I think that it it didn't add anything we understand. Zoro hates love. Yeah. Like the, it, yeah. It, 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 we didn't need to have the private meeting. You can mm-hmm, just scrapped yeah. it and it's fine. Yeah. I thought it was
0: love reve- revealing, like, hey, I know who you are, but I'm not going to do anything about
4: it. Yeah. But then it's he weird. Ha- he has the audacity to look surprised when he takes off his mask, like, oh, I'm shocked that it's the person that I thought that I knew oh, that yeah, it was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: like, yeah, that's true. Why is he? He should be like, mm, like I. Yeah, knew
0: it. I understand why they included the scene because they were like shock value and they want people to remember it. But yeah, it seemed unnecessary and didn't quite jive with the rest the, of the story.
1: The only thing I could think of is that there is so much of a time lapse in terms of us as a viewing audience between when uh, the the last Despicable Thing Love does, killing his his brother. Um, to where he would finally kill love that they needed something in there to really, to like reseed in our minds. Oh, this guy, when he, when he gets his comeuppance, it's worth it. Otherwise it may feel like Joro's just killing him out of, in cold blood. Maybe. So. Cause yes, I remember they, the first couple they, times of watching
0: this, I didn't realize that was his brother's head or that other guy <laughs> or the three <laughs> yeah. finger, finger jack.
3: Jacks. Hand.
1: Yes. Thing, Cause
3: he only killed three finger Jack again. <laughs> yeah. Right before this. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah like man um, that guy won't die
1: <laughs> but yeah I, I i i sort of agree with you mike that you really don't need that yeah um uh drew what's something that you didn't need in this film well i don't have
3: the problem with the scene y'all have but at the same time why did he drink out of that b- yeah b- jar? <laughs> Even what? if Shock it's value. water, even if yeah. it's water, that's the grossest thing he could have done. Exactly.
0: And then they show him stepping out of the room, and I was expecting to watching him so Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: <laughs> the only thing that saved it is that from the angle where he actually dips it in, you just see this. The water just looks black. It doesn't look like the hair. It just looks black for some reason. I'm thinking, like, well, maybe that's just tea or something. But at the same time, it's like, no, that's supposed to be the guy's freaking head. That's his brother. I mean, did they show
1: love drinking out of it? And this no, is his way. No. So
3: th- no, the then that, that po- makes no sense for
1: him to drink out He's of it. just and saying, oh, "Look, Banderas, I'm tougher than you."
3: Yeah. Antonio Banderas had the teacup in his hand. The guy and and he just dipped it in there, took a swig, and walked out. Oh, you think you're crazy? Uh-uh. I'm
0: even crazier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> crazy like a fox.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Dun Zorro, uh, Paul. <laughs> Uh, Did you also dislike that to the point of it making your dislike list or was there something else? Um, Something higher
0: on my dislike list. We talked about the stunts, but I thought Mm. a lot of the stunts actually, not a lot. There are several that were just way over the top and more theatrical. Mm. Like at the beginning, he's going to, like at the firing squad, you're going to take one whip and you're going to turn all the guns over instead of at the people in front of you to the side side. And shoot one of the bad guys instead. You're gonna, uh, there were several. Um, I'm trying to remember, like the horse. Yes, a horse can kick two guys at once, but the way they did it was a little bit over the top and mm. theatrical. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stunts like this where I felt was, uh, it, it could have been better served as toning it down. I don't know how yeah. you get, oh, like you surround all the troops and you like trip them with your, your, your whip or something
4: like that. It's like, Let's be a little realistic here. I guess I yeah. don't know. It's just so what I'm hearing you say is that the the over the topness approached silly. Yes, and to you yeah. that was a turnoff. To me, oh, it was not like... only
0: silly; it's cartoon level. When they dogpile him, and he just crawls out of the bottom <laughs> of the dogpile. I mean... Yeah, I, I
4: loved that.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed that as well. I suppose you have just preferred him to like use his matrix powers to. Blast him out of and have all the Agent Smiths no, you go don't everywhere. Put him in those positions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am of this my same mind with you, Paul, though I think f- probably for fewer sons. For me, the one that just and this happened a couple times where he would take a fall off like two or three-story building and just like no, no, yeah, just get up. You would break. An ankle, your legs—you would not just no. be walking around. No, no, from that he lands height. like a fox. At they the, know how to do that. At no, the, no, there he, he, the I watch. He does not like like do any sort of uh, compression with his knees or anything, or like yeah. do a roll to. No, you, he falls the, over like a doll. He just like <laughs> the, collapses back. I'm sorry, your legs are busted up. You are not at the very least.
3: He should at least have the breath knocked out of him when he lands like that.
1: Sure. Okay. At I'll, the very
3: I'll... least, granted, he should be a lot worse done, but he, mm. he, he he gets up fairly quickly for someone who just fell off a three-story building.
0: Well, yeah. look how fast so. he recovered from the formaldehyde. This dude's strong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> maybe that's preserving him.
1: Yeah, maybe he's been he's been um, building up an immunity to yeah. formaldehyde for <laughs> yeah. all this time, and, and, and yeah. falls from <laughs> several yeah. stories high. Exactly. Oh, you just start off with like one foot. And then two feet. Then the next day three feet. And just you go up a little bit by a little bit. You eventually yeah. build up that large. Yeah, exactly. And if you were yeah. going to land on a horse from that height, that would hurt
0: oh, so
4: bad. <laughs> and
3: imagine what pain you put that horse through by doing. Yeah, that.
4: you break the horse's back. Maybe nobody yeah. wins in this one. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Um, well, the horse wins when he moves. <laughs> <laughs> that horse wow. was the smartest character in this. Film. <laughs>
1: By the way, did he ever end up naming the new horse Tornado? No. Or was it just no, he didn't. the horse? Okay. We, I we never heard so.
3: a name for the horse.
1: All right. That's I was about to say it's Tornado, but I guess I nope, assumed that. that was that. the other one. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I don't think a horse, uh, horse lives that long. I mean, I like, think... No, 20, no. Yeah, it's yeah. not supposed
3: we, to be the original Tornado. No, yeah. no it's not. Let's go Speaking back of to... Sorry, confusing
0: moments. Can we take a moment? I don't think this is on anyone's dislike list. Okay, well. And maybe it's just me. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, spoiler alert, when um, uh, Anthony Hopkins' wife is shot. Yes. Killed at the beginning. But when the baby is taking away out of the building and Anthony Hopkins is in the the jail thing Uh looking out at his burning house... He sees the, um, the bad guy carry the baby and there's some horses there. And there's a woman on the horse that looks like the, the wife that was just shot. So it looks like she survived and that she's being taken off, too. But later it says that she's killed. I
1: imagine that's the nanny.
0: Yes, and I thought, oh, that must be the nanny on the second watching of this, because I was re-watching again with the commentary, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, wait, this was never addressed, but it was really confusing when yeah. watching it. It was like, wait, I thought she
3: just died. Oh, she recovered. Later in the movie, no, she's dead. I, did anyone else <laughs> get confused by that? If, if it was the nanny, wouldn't she have gone with them, since that was something the child knew, and then maybe I... killed when they got to Spain? Because we know the the, <clears throat> the nanny survives because she gives that flower to yeah. that dress. Yeah, there, there's remarkable. continuity there
0: that isn't explained well. Yeah, but I I, I was like just tired. wondering if anyone else was
1: tripped up by that. I didn't notice another it didn't, woman there. It didn't so. Hit me. So yeah, never mind. Your eyes are just are. too keen, Paul. Uh, Mike, what wasn't what were you not so keen on about this movie?
4: Yeah, uh, that my second dislike, and I'm going to get. So so much crap for this you don't Ew, like Captain that's Day a lot Jones, of crap. i mean all right i guess i did not okay I'll, I'll just say this there is such a thing as a fencing strip that's not what it looks like you mean when they're where, fighting the, each other the, and he's yeah, stripping oh. her. I, I did not like that scene for yeah. for a few reasons uh, are you talking about like when he actually like, sword fight? okay okay yeah. okay yeah like because
1: yeah. when you where, say Fencing strip. I'm like, is this like a strip that like yeah. a paper or a blade or is this some technical term? I don't know. Okay, no, the, the, no stripping stri- the woman of her clothes. With the yeah, the, okay. fencing a sword.
4: fencing strip is in in sport fencing. It's the area you fight on. Uh, uh-huh. In this movie, it's stripping her of her clothes while you're fighting. Oh, so you're making uh, a
1: pun that was I, just way above my pay grade. Okay, I got. It. This
4: is going to take a lot of work. Yeah, sorry about that.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, I
4: mean, first of all, uh, you know, she says, I've been, you know, I've been training with this since I was four. Uh And her form, I'm sorry, her structure is sloppy. Uh, um, sure. she, 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 she only had like six weeks to train. Antonia Banderas had four months. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think that visually it represented a desperate mismatch. To me, uh. it looked like he's taken advantage of her. Not that this is a that this is a a, a thing among equals. Mm-hmm. I know that Catherine Zeta Jones loved that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, she thought it was fun. She thought it was hot. But it's it, to me, it
1: just, it just, uh, it didn't settle well. I love the music in it. I thought it was just really great, uh, going back and forth between them too. But uh, I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I, I don't certainly don't have the eye for someone that look to be able to tell the difference between someone who's trained for four months versus a few weeks. It looked fine to me for forty years, but, or since the year that, since they were four. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's totally fair. It's well, totally uh,
4: subjective.
0: You yeah. know, yeah. I get that. I get you that. You know, if Catherine Zeta-Jones' character is an only child, she's probably used to getting her own way and, like, slacking off during her lessons. And so mm-hmm. just because she's been practicing for since she was four doesn't mean
3: she's any good.
4: Yeah, Well, there, I've been points. practicing. Have you had a teacher? No, but I've been yeah, swinging exactly. around a lot.
3: <laughs> I mean, let's face it, her father, I do think, kind of spoiled her a little bit.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> Sorry uh, father. Yeah, we got it, Drew. <laughs> what well, didn't you like about this
3: film, Drew? Uh, so apparently Mike and me are on the same wavelength, even if we come at it from two different angles, because I okay. don't like that scene either when okay. he does the, the the fencing strip, as we called mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not a fan of that other scene where, you know, after they steal a guards' clothes and they're standing around the uh, cactus, buck naked oh yeah
0: Uh, did you see the one guy on the left is totally leaning into it oh i know that was so painful
3: don't get me wrong it's the first one is funny and but the more i've watched this film the more i've gone this is completely unnecessary it is not adding that much comedy to the scene especially since two seconds later is is when the brother's gonna get killed so yeah uh, I, I kinda wish we'd have just not tried to go for a laugh there. And I think
1: there's I laugh. I thought it was funny. Funnier way like I feel like you could have done some just comical that didn't look so uh, uh so first. painful, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then with, with the fencing strip scene, it's just like I get it, but it's, it does really feel like this was our excuse to make the movie PG thirteen. I was Did just I about to say, what do you anything? want? A PG movie? <laughs> hey, I'm fine with PG okay. if the acting's good and the story's. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, about to say so you Ratings. take
0: away the head and formaldehyde scene, you take away this the strip fencing scene and and the And it could be a the movie strip soldiers Yeah. I was about to say, then you're down to PG. And I'm fine with this. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: You know what? I I I don't. I I I can see how taking those out wouldn't necessarily make the movie
1: any worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I I agree. I agree. It would have been just as fine. Yeah. Um. Though I I think you do need some element. Like she has this experience with um Antonio Banderas' character. I forget what his pseudonym is when he's pretending to be a royal. Um, but you, they have that interaction. I feel like you also need more of, uh, him as Zoro interaction. Yeah, sure. So I'm not sure what that looks like though, if they don't have, well,
0: this. they could, I enjoy the sword fighting scene between them. Mm. It, just it just didn't, didn't need, need that last,
3: to... that last bit. All right. Yeah. That's fair.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. And, and how Brenna, can you do I do that, that without
0: that hurting her? Anyway, I don't. I don't <laughs> think that's. I think that's the movie same magic. way he
3: can fall off of a three-story building. And not even be <laughs> oh, yeah. Down oh yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> You're right. This is a superhero
3: movie. Oh, I told you it gosh. was. We just yeah. don't have, ever see the superhero landing. Yeah. Well, we
1: did. Wow. He fell over like a rag doll. <laughs>
3: <laughs> because that's not the superhero landing. Okay.
1: Paul, what really <laughs> fell flat for you about this film?
0: Okay, Captain Goldilocks. I understand <laughs> his. I I, I understand. Look, Colonel Cluster. There, I understand his. Colonel his motivation. Love, guys. Why do you keep saying Cluster? Because if you're going
3: for Cluster, Cluster's last stand. It's Custer, not I, I keep Colonel Cluster's cluster. last stand. <laughs> oh, Be- because the man does not deserve the name of Love. Ah. Anyway, his final
0: confrontation with is Zorro. there any zero left?
3: Yes or no
0: his final confrontation i do not believe this character whatever you want to call him it's mr blondie (laughs) colonel love yes i don't believe his character Mm -hmm. is such a high honor that he respectfully keeps his enemies heads in jars and that he chivalrously Throws away his gun to fight Mono a Mono against Zoro. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> it, it seems like it a doesn't oxy, make uh, any sense for this character to be yeah, like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to do the honorable thing and not kill you like I mm-hmm. uh, want to.
1: But I will say this, Paul. Uh, this is a throwback to uh, if you have not listened to it uh, on our website, you could go there right now and check out the one this is a long (laughs) episode uh retro rewind podcast.com 96 where we cover predator and in the movie predator that alien species they are very honor bound species and they have trophies of their kills of course they don't kill themselves so maybe that's a little different I don't know where you're going, but Colonel
0: Love should not have thrown away his gun. It didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm trying
1: to say it doesn't necessarily negate his honor just because he ke- keeps trophies. But that's actually if he kept trophies of like deer or animals he killed, yeah, he, lesser beans that would make more sense. Yeah. Just like Prayer makes trophies of us, lesser beans. So, yeah. okay. okay, So it well, doesn't have
4: what would have been better is we went to draw his gun and Zoro uses a whip to disarm yes. him. Yeah. That was, that was so cool. much better. Yeah. Yes. That would, fine. Do that. But no. Yeah.
0: A simple thing like that,
1: no. Yeah. Good, 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 uh, good read there, uh, Mike. Uh, then that leaves the last thing. One more thing I just like before we get to our most hated things, our tragic makers. And that's um, that, oh, I already said it. Never mind. But I guess it's just pretty much with you, Paul. That jumping down onto a horse would break your legs. Though there, there was I'll that's put, not the only thing it would break. I'll, I'll throw this in since I you were confused about the 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 woman at the beginning, Paul. I was confused about this. So when Catherine Zeta Jones' character, Atlanta, is in the market and the nanny comes up and gives her the scarf thing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the nanny's speaking Spanish, but are shouldn't they all be speaking Spanish? So I'm very confused why everyone's speaking English but sh- the nanny's speaking Spanish. It might be an indigenous uh That's a, what I thought, Spanish. but it sounded Spanish. So I was I was confused.
3: Unless it's like a Mexican native uh, a peasant Spanish instead of a proper Spanish I, a I no that the nobles might speak. I don't know. Unfortunately, oh, I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, I don't. okay. I, Honestly, I, I didn't think too much about it. I sort yeah. of thought, yeah, and then it could be indigenous language. I just, I, no, I but I, you're, you're 100% right there, Francisco. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I like being raised. Okay, guys, what is dead wrong though about this movie are tragic makers. Let's go to Drew. What did you hate most about this film?
3: What did I hate most about the mask of Zorro? That
1: Jim Carrey wasn't the mask, no. was Zorro.
3: That would that would be weird. Be <laughs> Not very, once did the mask weird. talk at all. It was all the people <laughs> wearing it. <laughs> How on earth did Johnny Three Finger survive that first fight?
0: Um, because the the, the bullet didn't get a major
1: part. Liver. Yeah,
3: I guess it's just it really it just felt really. I didn't notice it till this movie, this viewing of the film, that that oh. was Johnny Three Fingers that yelled at the, yelled at the uh, got yelled at them from the top of Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, I, I didn't. I just either. thought it was some other random dude. Oh, That's when that I caught it. didn't make sense. Oh, go why, ahead. How did he survive? He they all looked dead. And yeah, mm. well,
0: go back before that. Why was he? capturing the the marietta brothers like taunting them with water and then the next scene they're like oh we're in this together because it was a scam but why you don't? But, but, were, but this was before the scam. He's taunting him with water. Because that's I, why do you guys I, I, tease me with the name Roy? What? No, why? there's a difference between teasing and dragging you through the desert and starving you. <laughs> no, it's the same.
3: Take note, it's the same. All right, Roy. I like to point out, <laughs> I kept my mouth shut with that this entire episode until you brought it up.
0: Well, you know what? Call me an example. Whatever you say, Roy. <laughs> anyway you
3: brought this on yourself
0: i did not bring anything on myself. yeah but that whole three fingers character the way yeah. they treated him i, I yeah i was mm-hmm. confused too oh, okay
3: That's uh, fair. I, I, it, it just felt weird that that he somehow survived mm. instead of them just cutting the head off while he was before from before like you they were like they were ordered to i don't know
1: yeah i i, I don't have an answer for you there um Yeah, it seems like kind of weird to imprison him for that long and not imprison. Well, I guess the brother was killed himself. It wasn't some. And then Colonel Love just took his head. Yeah, okay. Um, All right. Yeah, I I don't have an answer for you. And I probably don't have an answer for why you just like what your major dislike is with this movie, Mike. But let us know what that is yeah I I felt like
4: the movie really had a hard time keeping a momentum and direction between the party scene and the climax Ooh, and there yeah. was there were a lot of emotional leads to explore and rather than picking and choosing or doing some of them by nuance they sat down and explored every <laughs> single one of them mm-hmm. and I felt I felt like it really dragged the second act.
1: Y- you know what? Yes. I, I I felt like so much of this movie was very well paced, but there was a lot in there that I was just like, all right, I, I was still invested and it's been so long since I've seen this movie that I'm like, okay, I wasn't like bored or anything. But now that you mentioned that, yeah, it did seem like it was trying to do too much and it, it did bog it down some for sure. Did Drew or Paul? Did you feel that way at all? I didn't notice, but I, I understand didn't. it is a, a long movie. I was surprised it was two hours, but when I uh, went it's back, it's well to...
0: over two hours. And I mean, it six felt like minutes me.
1: over two yeah. hours, Paul. I thought it was like sixteen. No, no, six no, minutes. Six
3: two... minutes, and that's about the length of the of the end credits. So, uh,
1: okay,
4: hmm. um, it felt like two hours and sixteen.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there, 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 i, oh, I will admit fair. that there was some pacing issues i think in the in the last half of the film yeah but yeah, for the absolutely. most part by that point i mean i was just there for the ride yeah so mm-hmm. it didn't bother okay. me that much yeah All right. in
0: fact i would have liked to seen in a three-hour extended version instead of having that really? stupid white text on black background at the beginning but you know
1: oh my gosh uh all right. Well, the thing I wish wasn't in this movie was a. I mean, I guess it's kind of a throwaway line, but they they do bring it back toward the end, and it's something that um Antonio Banderas says to um to Catherine Zeta Jones in the confessional. He's. I may not get this completely right, but it's, he says, "It's a the only sin is to deny what your heart feels." I'm like, oh my well he's not a priest you actually expect him to be quoting the bible but he is the heroic character that we're like aspiring to no he needs to be saved he's aspiring to be us Uh uh-huh okay part
0: of the redemption arc that they didn't have
1: (laughs) (laughs) good point because this is a revenge flick yeah that's right i said Uh, it was an arc i didn't say it was a story there's a friggin' difference no, that's uh, but I just—I really—I don't think much like you didn't need a lot of the things that happened in the second act. I don't think you needed that at all. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like he could have said something like, I—I um, I don't feel like that's a sin, or I don't know. I just some something that didn't. You would have had a in, problem with that. No, I wouldn't have. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the message that a lot of movies in this era. Like to say that follow you your heart. Century, late, exactly you mean in the late twentieth century, early twenty first century? Exactly that time. Yeah. I feel like it's it's much it's not as subtle as it used to be, but yeah. yeah. Um yeah, just the whole like follow yeah, your yeah, heart. Subtle recently. Your your whatever if you've as long as you follow your heart, you'll never go wrong. Oh, okay, so serial killers that follow their hearts are and I know that's always the like stream that I go to, but if you follow the logic, it's like you can't your heart is you know what is it, Whoa, francisco you're things? getting into absolute ah. truths <laughs> <laughs> well, well, imagine I, that that i believe I, in absolute truth what yeah, yeah i felt less little... in the little in
3: and absolutes <sighs>
4: i found that scene a little cringy too and i think mm-hmm. that it would have been funnier if he mm. was awkwardly trying to find like oh what it's, it's been like six years since my last confession what What a priest give for this uh 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 t- 12 hail marys 12 yeah, yeah, something you know like, like that. you know yes, like yes. uh wait three like it shouldn't it be like have them haggle? As yeah <laughs> like exactly you can, you can exactly. do something that's awkward with him trying to do it and yeah you know what get catholic funny. to write that scene
3: granted i'm not catholic but <laughs> yeah. the, when i realized he didn't give her anything to do it's like right. yeah uh, yeah i noticed I that you too the spe- step yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. i mean even if what you don't think what she did was a sin i'm sure she committed a sin and needs some of your uh your salvation absolution Mabo-dabo. yeah
1: yeah exactly Absolution.
3: that's what i mean yeah
1: yeah <clears throat> yeah okay so that that's Never the recall. thing that's that really
0: uh uh, yeah, I agree that 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 scene didn't feel as authentic as it
1: could have in a in a humorous way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I and I think they were going for humor, but yeah, it didn't quite right. land. Uh, Paul. That leaves you. What was your tragic maker for the Mask of Zoro? Oh boy, if
0: you think I had a problem with uh, Colonel Goldilocks, <laughs> the main villain himself, Raphael, not the uh-huh. Ninja Turtle, but <laughs> oh my um oh, Don Raphael. It's two turtles in one. Oh and my at the gosh. Beginning, <laughs> at the beginning, he said he would uh he's talking to Zorro and Zoro asked him, you would sacrifice three men to kill me? He said, I would sacrifice a hundred. But by the end of the film, he also throws away his gun and tries to go after. He doesn't <laughs> shoot him. Like, here's your chance, the person you've been mm-hmm. going for your whole life, or at least the past 20 years.
1: And he threw away his gun? I don't remember that. When did that happen? You want to pause here and find out? No, it just explain it to me. It, like, when they're fine up above where the... Where All the right, gold at the is, Thunder at the Mountain? Mountain Railroad. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yes. And so Raphael has a gun and doesn't he, shoot. He him. has a he could he could shoot oh, yeah. him. He has the, uh-huh. the double
0: shot. Yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. he doesn't. Okay. Yeah, that's dumb. He goes for the sword instead. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. So, I mean, you're building up since the very beginning, opening scene. Mm-hmm. And you don't pay it off logically. You don't follow yeah. your character arc that you set up as the main conflict of the entire film. So it is the worst thing about this film for me.
1: That's totally valid, Paul. I can, I can get that. I can get behind that. Um, but. I am curious if I can get behind our final reigns, guys. So now that we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer, I also have a firing solution for us.
2: Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark.
1: All right. It's time for the moment of truth. Do we rate The Mask of Zorro a classic? We'd recommend anyone go see this movie, whether or not you've seen it before. A, nostalgic. It's worth your time to rewatch if you enjoyed it as like a kid or a young adult. But if you've never seen it before, don't waste your time with it. Or do we rate it a tragic? It's worth no one's time today. If, you, uh, ha- if you've if you never seen it before, keep it that way. And if you have seen it before, don't rewatch it because you may sully some of the good memories you have of it. So let's begin with our guests. Uh, let's start with Mike. What is it? You had predicted nostalgic... What did your final reign end up being for Mask of Zorro? Yeah, when I hit
4: the party scene, I was totally, I'm like, my like list was so long. I was thinking Uh I was going to go classic, but Uh um, this is kind of really on the edge for me. But in the end, my tragic maker bumped me down to a nostalgic. So Ah, I think that I, yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. (laughs) Now I'll admit I did have to stop the movie for, you know, for like 10 minutes to try and You know, to try to do something, you know, Uh so there might have been that might have affected my perception. That ruined everything. But I still, still am going to stand by nostalgic. Oh, so we almost had a tragic. (laughs) Yeah, it was, (laughs) it was able to push through. Yeah, it was two hours and 16 minutes of garbage. I just couldn't stand it.
1: Wow. Oh, my word. All right. So nostalgic for Mike. Drew, what was your final rating? I'm sticking with classic classic this okay is, this is just classic? a fun
3: movie that right. i enjoy watching it held up in my in my eyes you know all these years later it's it's a classic film mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: awesome uh let's get to well but, yeah let's get to paul next uh you oh, have we won't go with the the I, i'm gonna do that as well i guess i could do that before uh us you're, but, um, you have been but we don't have okay. to continue no, no, that we'll do way that. and so uh if you support uh us on the Locals at the, well, at the main support level is $5 now. Um, then you can help vote on every movie we cover on the podcast. We just ask that you have watched the movie in the last two years. Um, and then you can vote, and then we average all your votes together. And everyone who's a reflex capacitor uh, who voted, all the votes coalesced to a nostalgic. So right now, the Ooh. score is two nostalgics, and one tragic. So, all right. So with that tragic. Uh, well, two nostalgic and one classic. I I was about
3: to say,
0: <laughs> I was about to say if, there, if if Francisco and I rate this tragic, we
1: could sink this film. Oh my gosh, uh, Paul. Okay. Well, you had predicted nostalgia did sink far enough for you that it became a tragic. You know, I I'm having flashbacks to when we
0: originally covered this film did you say one of How your How could you do wait. that?
1: Oh, you know what? Memories are coming back to me too. I wonder if this means it was part of that was the right riddle. Hopefully. That must have been oh, okay. Because yeah. wasn't one of wasn't oh one of gosh. your
0: dislikes like the the wildcat sound and the fire coming out? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was so dumb. Yeah, I think that was. And what With was the, that about? Like yeah, in the fire I, in the, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that didn't make your dislike because I I thought I remember you saying that last yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know Jeez. what, because you know what, Jungle Animal Sound should have been played. <laughs> <laughs> but I was wondering where in the world you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> but all kidding aside, this was a, a fun action uh, film a, mm-hmm. adventure. I had fun watching it, despite its its flaws. Um, I. I'm actually looking for... I, I want to watch the sequel now because it's been a while since I've
1: seen it. I'm wondering how, mm-hmm. how that holds up. So mm-hmm. I rate this a classic.
3: Whoa. I know, a classic.
1: <laughs> I've never seen the sequel, actually. I mean, there's a reason. Um, but I would recommend it to anybody. Have you watched The
3: Incredibles? It's yeah. better. Yes.
1: It's the same story, but better. Okay. Uh, then in chat live here, I just want to read out some of these just so you get a flavor of what everyone in the community thinks. Dale would rate it a nostalgic... Uh Kevin Joshua Burnham would rate it a classic. Um I think that's uh let's see. And Baba wants to watch Garbage Pail Kids for some reason. Okay. Um, I think Kevin <laughs> he w- never mind. So that le- the, so right now it's tied to nostalgics, two classics. That leaves me. What do I rate this? Well, bum, bum, I, bum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that tiger sound totally tragic. I hate this bum, movie so much. Bum, bum, bum. I, I was, actually had a lot of fun with this movie. There were some, some things I just didn't care for, but on the whole, it was a fun ride. I liked the characters. Um, there wasn't enough for this movie to really make me feel like it wasn't worth anyone's time today, so I rate it a classic as well. Whoa! Yeah.
0: Your heart grew a size! That's why it reminded you of the Cellcast.
3: Because they guess... covered the original.
1: I got it, Paul! Thank <laughs> oh. you! According so It's good to know you got
3: some taste, Francisco.
1: According to the Retro Rewind... Don't make me change my rate. According <laughs> to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate... The Mask of Zorro, a disputed classic film. We'd recommend anyone go out and see this, whether or not you've seen it before. But now it's time to get back to our own time, good old 20XX. 20XX? Comsat online.
2: Receiving incoming transmission. Ah, feels
1: good to be back. But we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1998 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely... Deborah Powers, Geek Devotions, True of the Cellcast. Oh, so you're right here! Hey! Ashley Ruiz, Kenneth, Fabulous Lomax, Rosie Lomax, That's Our Babo, D Tungsten, Dale, Mr. Loss, Daryl Hafter, Cool Deluxe, Redeemed Otaku, in addition to two other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying for, and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to Retro Rewind Slash Support to start.
2: This dream is sponsored by.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> hey Francisco, are there any freeways uh to show some support? Freeways? Yeah, like highways, L- like what <laughs> roads are there ways
1: to show support? Byways. Oh, some free ways to show support. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Paul, if you're listening to this right now, you probably enjoyed this episode in some capacity. So if you made this, if you made this far, um, and you aren't driving, tap that share icon in your podcast player, or if you're listening online, there's probably a a share button there. Um, and send this episode to a friend of yours saying, I know you like the mask of Zorro. So I thought you would like this podcast on it. Cool. So that, that'd that be a great free way to uh, get the word out about the podcast and support us. And I bet you they'll thank you for it. And speaking of thanking
0: people, we also want to give a big Zorro hug, but not mark you up too badly, <laughs> but to uh, Mike Fraley and Drew Dodgen for supporting yes. us with their thoughts about the mask of Zorro. So I'd like to go alphabetically. We'll start with you, Drew.
3: Where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on? You can join us at the Cellcast Podcast. That's at uh, cellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, Except uh, once every two months, we do this thing called Cellcast Plus, where we review a live action film. So if that throws you off that uh, this Friday, as a recording, we're reviewing Doctor Strange level. We're sorry, and we don't care. (laughs) 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 So uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing. All right, okay. thanks for throwing me off.
2: <laughs>
0: oh my
3: gosh. Any <laughs> excuse. And
4: Mike, where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on? Well, I am one of three co-hosts for the Geek at Arms Podcast, a podcast camp at the crossroads of geek culture and Christian faith. And you can find us at geekatarms.com or uh you can reach us, uh, reach out to me. I run the Twitter mm-hmm. at ArmsGeek on Twitter.
1: Awesome. Yeah, thank you. So much uh, to you, Mike, Drew, Paul, my awesome friend, and all you Rewinders, new or old. Thank you for another fun voyage with us. Hey, Captain. You are welcome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am PaulJPowers.com, and you can find me at
1: PaulJPowers.com whoa it's like a website and you can find me on our discord for show announcements or just to say hi join us there at retrorewindpodcast.com/discord
4: this podcast is a proud member of culture box a curated collection of podcasts videos and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content you will find culture celebrated for its past and future satirized for its extremes explored in study and created a new in-story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media.
0: That narrator didn't sound like Anthony Hopkins either. <laughs> That's okay. As Nathan just said, we are now part of the Culturebox Media Network. Find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at culturebox.media. And with that,
1: Captain, it looks like we need to wait for the next riddle to unlock. Yeah, I think we only just have one more. I hope this was right. It seems like it was because our memories are coming back. Yeah. But uh, thank you, Exo, and thank you all for listening. We pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like at Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the next episode, wherever that is. Help us to figure it out in our ships by listening to our ship's logs. Send us in your audio message of what you think the answer is. And then we'll get to our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast.
2: Fourth dimension of Doom Mission complete. Decoding next riddle. View our P ships logs for more details. This is the most stupid thing I've ever done. I (laughs) doubt (laughs) that. (laughs) I'm ba ba ba